Welcome to track number three of Mighty Foundations. All right. What are the foundations? Number one is what? Sacrifice. Let's get back into sacrifice. Chapter six. Are there some some people? Where are they? Sleeping, work. Have you woken up everybody? Okay. All right. How to come close to the anointing. Amen. How many want to be close to God? In the Old Testament, before you come close to God, you come to the first spot of, um, what do you call it? Um, sacrifice. So you, you enter the tabernacle like this. You come in this way. And the first thing is you meet is the, the altar of sacrifice. After that, you meet a big bowl of water, the liver. Then after that, you come to a door. I'm, ex- I'm just describing the, the house of God, the tabernacle. You enter, and you go deeper and deeper. The deepest point is the Holy of Holies. Okay? So, there are three, three doors you go through. The first door, when you come in, you come to a place which is an altar just for sacrificing animals. And you keep going in, you come to a place where they wash your hands. And then you come in, you come to a door, you go through, you come to the place you call the holy place. And then after that, you go through another door and you come to the holy of holies. Okay. So what I'm trying to explain is that on the journey in, what's the first thing you meet? The altar, altar, sacrifice. Then after that, the laver, the bowl for water to wash of the blood. Then after that, you come to the next place. Holy place. And in that holy place, there are three things. There's a candlestick. There's a table of shoe bread. And there's an incense. Okay? That's all that you have. There. But God is still not there. God is still not there. We haven't yet gotten to God. Then you go through the last door. And you come to the holy of holies. And that's where the cherubim and that's where the Shekinah glory of God is. So all I'm saying is that you start from outside. You are nowhere near God. And you start coming. But when you are coming nearer, what's the first thing that you ever meet? The sacrifice. Yeah. So that is a very good symbolic. Of course, God was not in that tent. I mean, it was, it's, it was a, a teaching that to get to God, you have to sacrifice. Each time you come, the first thing is sacrifice. So, when Pastor Jimmy gave his life to Christ, he was coming through the altar for the first time. He was coming through the tabernacle for the first time. And the first thing he met was to sacrifice. So, Pastor Jimmy had to stop listening to the music that he used to listen to. Is it not true? Yes. And the friends he used to have, he had to put them aside. 
Hmm? His girlfriends. <laughs> you see him looking very holy like that. Huh? <laughs> So, then that was the end of it. Then Pastor Jimmy wanted to go deeper. You know, because each time he said, you don't live there, you come in and then you go out. And he wanted to go deeper. So, but again, he had to come back and start his process all again to receive Holy Spirit baptism. And he started once again by sacrifice. He has to sacrifice his ideas, his pride. Am I the one who prayed for you to receive Holy Spirit baptism? Yes. I laid out. So he had to sacrifice his pride to receive from somebody like me, a half caste Palestinian. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm not from Palestine, please. But you see, and Pastor Jimmy is older than me. He's older than I am. And he didn't know us within a church or whatever. We were just in a little room somewhere with a few people. It's not like anything established. So he sacrificed his bigness, his pride, whatever. And I laid hands on him. And he received yet again the Holy Spirit and started speaking in tongues. So he was now going further. Okay? Then, so you, you had your experience. You go back to town. Then you want more of God. And he had to come back. So what would it be? A, 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 um, a drama of the church. An usher. <laughs> So he starts another journey. And for that he had to sacrifice. Come early. Open the place. Is that not so? Organize the place. Organize the chairs at his age or at his level or at his whatever. Do you see? To get in there. Then he goes out again. That's okay. He won't be a pastor. You know? You have to do exams. You have to do this. You have to do that. This and that. Then he starts again. Each time you have to humble yourself a little more. Pay another price. Come in. Then, be a pastor in Basel. Still to get to Basel, he has to start all over again. Okay, train. Three hours. Geneva, Basel. Three hours. Sit on the train. Three hours going, three hours come, plus a little bit in between. So, eight, uh, seven hours minimum. For years, going up and down, because there was already a pastor in Geneva. You understand? And he, he, there, was, there was already somebody in Zurich. So, if you want to have something to do, and he, he did want to have something to do. Do you get what I mean? So, you have to start all over again. You start always sacrifice, wash your hands. The washing is symbolizes the water of the word. You know, because the word of God washes you. Jesus said, you are clean through the word that I have spoken to you. So, as you go into God, you, you see that you first pay a price, then you wash yourself with the word, then you come into the holy place where there is the table of shoe bread. There's the light, the candlestick. That's the holy light, the revelation. You begin to understand more. And the incense, which speaks of worship. And the, the, the things that burn in the worship, in the, in the what do you call it? it are, some of them are bitter. And you see, all that is part of, sometimes there's bitterness in part of the experience with God. And then you finally come to the glory. So then, now he wants to go even deeper. 
Isn't it? So, he, God allows him to have disloyal people. Yes. It's an experience to have. Otherwise, all are just theories. All the things I've written and all the things we've read in the Bible, you will not know that it's real. You will think that it's bishop. You know, bishop is not patient. No, bishop is very violent. No, bishop, you know our man. This and that. So God allows you. Because he, in his heart, he wants to know more of God. Isn't it? So God allows you to have some bitter experiences. Which once again, bring you back to square one. And you, you have to have... Then, transfer him back. Because at that time, we have not done transfer. So it's like, yes. And then you went to Zurich. Yes, I mean Zurich. I mean, I mean in Zurich. That's what I mean. And then in Zurich, you have to transfer him back to Geneva. You see, at that time, we have not been doing transfer. Now that we do transfer, small no, we will move you. We will not, we not wait at all. Yes. Don't, the, the church is not for you. It's not for me and it's also not for you. Once it's not for me, it's not for you. Because I am the founder of the church and the church that I've been a pastor, I've been transferred from the Kodesh. Now Bishop Saki is there. I've been transferred to the field. I'm now uh, doing evangelism. And you, you want to stay there forever. Hey! No, 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 no. <laughs> so, here we are once again. He's back to Geneva. Now, the idea of Congo has come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you see? And to go to Congo again, he's going to have to now gather himself and say, hey, this sacrifice thing at the very beginning. Do you understand? It's coming again. That's what the Bible calls offer yourself as a living sacrifice. The sacrifice that never ends, never dies, never finishes. Yeah, this is how God's work is. You never finish paying the price till you die. And until when you are dead, then that's it. But as long as you live, you find out that you, you keep on wondering that I thought it was over. I thought, I thought what do you call it? Confusion and pain of prices and all these things was over. Because I've, I've come. But you see, God, you are on a course. Yesterday I told you about the course and the purposes. Yes. And your course is here to here to here to here to here to here. In the end, you would have done all this journey in God. Sometimes it's even at the same place but in different things. And sometimes it's in different places. But you keep going. So that when you die like Paul, you can lie on the bed and say, I've finished my course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many want to say that? Or want to say, I didn't finish my course. So you, have, you have to say, I have finished my course. Amen. Amen. And then within every purpose, every stop, you fulfill the purpose, purposes, especially the higher purposes at that spot. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. So, with me, for instance, there was a time that I, I always, all I do is I visit the church, I visit this church, have three days there, visit this church, do that, and then be always at, the, at my church on Sunday. And now, since I was transferred, I don't have any church on Sunday anymore. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't have any. Ch- you can ask me. Just like when I, some, if I, sometimes, I mean, I, I mean, I have nowhere to go. Yeah, it's true because I'm, 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 I have been transferred from the church. Yeah, yeah to the field. Yeah, and the transfer is making me sit up. You know, to to think about what more I can do. So, so now I've, I've even, apart the Healing Jesus Crusade, I've now even created another section of Healing Jesus Crusade for schools. Schools and universities, which I'm just starting. So that I'm always busy at the weekend. Because since I was transferred, I realized that Sunday morning I don't have to. I have to organize my own, which is what God wants me to do. It's making me set up. Hey! Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You see, each time you come lower, eh? and then you pay a price, and then you come to the presence of God. So never be afraid. Don't run away. Don't run away from pain. Don't run away from something that is hard. Take it up. I have never regretted any aspect of the work of God that I have ever gotten myself into. Playing drums, playing the piano, guitar, singing, whatever. Arranging chairs, everything has enriched my life. Yes, that's why when I see instrumentalists tying cables, I say, "Look, all these things we've done them before." You see, you can't bamboozle me with all this. So we have to do. We have to. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Amen. Amen. Just be humble and flow. Amen. Amen. All right. So sacrifice is all once again. A blessing to come towards the anointing. Amen. Amen. Alright. Now, the next one. Chapter 7. You know, I'm just giving you headline. Headline news. It's headline news. CNN headline news. Highlights. Sports highlights. Okay. Now, the elimination of Pharaoh. Chapter 61. Page 61. Who is Pharaoh? Pharaoh symbolizes Satan. And one of the main things that Satan does is to keep you working a useless job. You see, forever for him. Now, what do you do? You build the cities of Pharaoh. Pitom and Ramses. That is what happens. Now, if you think about by the time you people leave Switzerland one day, what will you have done in Switzerland? Based on their laws, based on their order, you would have contributed to making Switzerland a greater and a better place. Amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Yes. Classical music. Are you there? You'd have made Switzerland better. Some of you may have bought houses. Do you understand? You have, you have made, by the time you leave, go out of this world, this place will be better, more built up, you see, well maintained through your presence. <laughs> yeah, your taxes. You have work, 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 pay taxes. You add your, all your taxes to make it beautiful. And that is what the Israelites were doing. They were in the town making Pharaoh's city better. And bigger. And they were building it. 
Now, you just analyze your life very carefully and you realize that that is what you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see, they've, made their, they've made their law such that you bring their money and you build, develop this place. Everywhere belongs to somebody. If, for instance, you want to be Swiss and you are not Swiss, you can come with money. You are coming to invest. You can come with a hundred thousand or some huge amounts, and you come. They will give you the stay, uh, stay, permit C or whatever. Indefinite, huh? And you will be here in England. All the countries have that. Any time, the, the, the main aim is to be develop and build their cities and their world. You come and go. You will die. 30 years, 20 years, you will not be here again. No problem. Just bring it here and develop it here. Now, God has a higher purpose for your life. Higher than developing London, developing Geneva, developing Zurich. And that is developing his kingdom. And so Moses was sent to the people of God. And Moses was sent to tell them, let my people go so that they will go and sacrifice for me in the wilderness. Yes. A different reason apart from just building your cities. Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, no, I will not let them go. Now, if God wants Pastor Jimmy to be released to go and build his kingdom in Congo, not to go and build Congo, but to go and build a kingdom in Congo. Pharaoh will not be happy. Pharaoh will hardly let you go. Pharaoh will say, what? Why should you go? Stay here and pay a mortgage. Stay here and pay a mortgage. Stay here and pay a mortgage. Stay here and develop this place. And you are forced to stay there. And pay, 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 until the doctor said, uh, you have this uh, sickness. You, these are the number of months that you have left to live. So now I call on your insurance and so on to come and manage the rest. And bye-bye. And your life has basically been developing one more flat or one more little space in the city of the world, in the cities of the world. Meanwhile, God was calling you to a higher calling to build an eternal kingdom. In Hebrews they say, for they look for a city which has foundations. A city which has foundations. Something that has foundations. Because this Europe is already doomed. Yeah. When the apocalypse begins, you will wish you were in Africa. Yeah. Are you there? So, Pharaoh wants you to work for him. So for me, coming to work for God, what have I done with my life? All my life I've spent, not all my life, but a large part of my life, trying to build a kingdom. Churches, church buildings, the word of God, books, preaching. This is what I'm using my time and my energy and my life to do. Yes, not to develop any particular place. I'm not saying you, you should not have a house. Those, all those things are, that one is where now you are getting yourself accommodation to do your work for God. Yes. We are getting a place to stay so that you can be there to do the work of God. It's just like a church building. A church building is not the work of God. A church building is a meeting place for the work of God. 
Amen. Amen. So brothers and sisters, you have to accept a higher, higher, higher job for your lives. All of you here, see the guys we brought up for the, the French, the, the guys for uh, Paris and so on. We're trying to give them some greater reason for this life. If they are to receive it and if they follow it, look, at that, at that age, they start. You see, I started when I was 25 years old, I was a pastor. When I was 25 years old, I was a pastor. And since I've been 25, I've been past, being a pastor. When I say pastor, called pastor. And I've been doing it all this time. Now, supposing now I've got everything that I want. And I'm now 40-something years old. And I say, now I'm going to work for God. It's different. 20 years of my life doing this work from when I was young. Do you see? 20 years. 21 years of my life doing this thing as a pastor. It makes a difference. Yeah. And that's why I see the young people. I say, that's why when I had that meeting, I did an altar call to all of the young people. I said, come. I want you to come. I'm going to come for a camp. I want you to come. Because I want the young people. The older ones, we have more problems. Yeah. More problems. Issues, children, reasons why, reasons why not. Amen? Amen. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. So Pharaoh doesn't want you to go and worship God. Serve God. I don't want you to use your life to serve God. That's why I appreciate all the people who make moves just because of the kingdom of God. This one moved from England with his wife. Now that's Denzel, your son. I hear you are now a youth pastor. Ah, You see, you don't even know what you are escaping from if you have stayed in London with this boy. By now, he may be one of the people we read on Sky, on Sky News of the people who have been stabbed in London. Denzel, is it not true? He's been stabbed before, even. And said, you see, it, I cannot imagine the joy. And I remember telling him, go to Germany. But I said, sometimes you don't even know. And do you remember? Yeah. You remember when I told him? Where was that? Uh, that's where we're going. We're going to Salifu's church. And I told you what? Yeah, to Germany. Yeah. The reason why we say go here, go here, go. We are not sure of what we are doing. Yeah. <laughs> you think I, I would say that the spirit is, I'm not sure. What, I'm also not sure what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm trying to find the direction of God. I'm trying to find which one is working. And I try to follow open doors. When I arrive at the airport, I arrive at different airports. Which airport did I just come from? I think Heathrow, Terminal 5. Because there's no, there's no way to know what to do. You just have to follow the place that there's a space. When you come out, you just see this place is stairs. There's no other place. So then you climb. And I was the first person. I was in front of everybody because I had to catch my flight. And so I, I, I was just wondering, so am I going the right direction? I kept... So when I, I look behind, everybody is following me. I said, these people, I hope they, they are sure. Because I'm not sure of what I'm doing. You see, but I just kept going to the place which was in front. And, and where there was a space and which wasn't closed. Yes. And that's what the Bible says that. 
Acknowledge the Lord in all thy ways, and he shall direct thy paths. He won't direct you. He won't tell you anything, but the paths are directed. Yeah. He will not say anything to you personally, but he will direct the path. He will close this place, close that place, open here. And so as you keep moving, this is where he's supposed to do. So that's why you must pray about it. Pray about it. Acknowledge the Lord. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. So, brothers and sisters, you, 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 you'll be surprised at the effects. That's why I'll say that some of the people, when they, they've gone on further, what, what happens is that you break away from Satan. Satan is in your life, do you see? And you actually break away from Satan. So, as you move out of London to Germany, you actually broke away from Satan coming to kill your child. I mean, you would be surprised. You would think that, but what's the difference? Why? And if you've ever had a child, you know when your child is growing up and you cannot tell which way the child is going to go. <sighs> you think because you were holding him in the house, kissing him, and so on, it's going to be <laughs> forever very nice to you and so on. <laughs> no. No, no, no. It doesn't mean that at all. Yeah, that same animal child, you see, it is turned into an animal. So, what happens is that as the people of God move out, God says, Go to the water. Hey, Lord, when I go to the water, I'll drown. When you go in the water, you drown. So, it's so look very risky. Water on the right, water on the left. The thing has gone. What about if when we are in the middle, it comes down? There's a lot of fear in the church. There's a lot of fear in the church. But when you put aside your fears and you walk through like this, there, is, there are some places, certain devils cannot come with you through certain places. So anytime somebody moves through the river that God has asked you to move through, you always leave behind some devils. Which devils, when you don't walk through the water, will be with you? And so there are certain troubles in your life. They are because you didn't go through the waters. And they are part of you today. Yeah. I tell you. You didn't go through the waters. And so the devil, as you walk through those waters, certain devils which kill children would destroy your house they were drowned in the pharaoh pharaoh's family and pharaoh's children pharaoh's chariot all of them drowned in the waters as he passed through the water it was a very frightening thing for him to do but i have noticed anybody who goes through the waters that god asks you to go through you drown the enemies there are so many enemies in my life that were drowned by by, by me going through the waters. Enemies that I can see are still with some of my friends who wouldn't go through those waters. It's true. Since I walked through the water and I put aside my stethoscope and I said, damn it, I'll be poor. I said, my, I will never travel again in my life. I knew I'll never sit on a plane again. 
Huh? Yeah, I knew, I knew that I would never sit on a plane again. I, that, that, that I knew. I knew I would never have a house. I would never tra- travel again. I knew that I would be poor. I knew that my children would be poor. I knew and I walked through. You get it? Everything is the opposite. Yeah. I thought I would never travel again. Now I beg to travel. Any airline, any airline that I take, I, I become the highest. You know they have uh, whatever. I become the highest. If I take this group, so I'm the highest here and I'm the highest here. Yeah. If I take this, I'm the highest. If I take this, I'm the highest. When I go, no, just suddenly. I'm the highest of this group. I'm the highest of this group. Yeah. Every, I have to, I, if it, I can't imagine the trips. If I mention what I have to travel, and I'm trying to stop trips. Go here, go here, go here, go here, go here, go here, go here. Not even, not lighthouse. Oh. People are inviting me to come. So we pay for you, come. We fly you. We say, <laughs> They fly me to come and sleep in a five-star hotel, buy me business class ticket. After they give me money to preach once. It's fantastic. <coughs> I would have been with my nurses in the ward. <laughs> Nurse, will you come? Then you see them with their moody faces. Wow. wow. So, some of you, there are certain Satans that are going to drown in the waters Amen. when you walk through. Amen. When you walk through, there are certain devils. Yeah. One of the devils that drowned in my life was the devils of death. Yeah. I don't know, but God blessed me to dislike debts. Yeah. He blessed me. It was one of, I don't know how it formed. This is, I look and I realize, you know, I wrote a book, seven things, very important things in my life, things that I knew. And one of these is that I shouldn't owe anybody. And the church too shouldn't owe. As I walked through, I walked through, I, I said, I don't have anything. So I said, okay. So when I look on television, I say, Michael Jackson, he owes $300 million. This one owes, I say, ah, no, no, I'm not richer than Michael Jackson because I don't owe anybody. <laughs> Joseph, am I not richer than Michael Jackson? I don't know why you owe $300 million. I don't have anything. I don't owe anybody. He's in the negative, at least. I'm at least at zero. Yeah. I'm free. Free. Car free. Yeah. I have my car. I've used it for so many years. It doesn't. Do, it doesn't if it gives me a problem, I will change it. But when I spark it, it's working. Yeah. And I'm moving. Free. I don't have monthly. I pay this, 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 this. Oh, no. Room. Room. And I'm moving. Yeah. I've used that same car for seven years. Yeah. And the road that I drive on, it was not designed to drive on the road, but it is working. (laughs) 
So there are certain things I've left behind. Sometimes when I see people, I say, oh, you are so laden with heavy burdens. Television, you have to pay mortgage. Sound system, you have to pay mortgage. Car, you have to pay mortgage. Even your clothes, you are paying monthly. Your clothes, you are wearing and paying monthly. Whatever. But God just blessed me to not think in those terms. Clothes, shoes, these are my shoes. This one. It has, this is, this has been to more than you. It is more, it has traveled and seen more places than you. Yeah. More countries. That's all I have. I don't have, I don't have any other, any other, this is all I have. Yeah. My trousers is the same one. I, I made it at a, uh, Opera Square. Very cheap. In Ghana. There's nothing. So, you see, it's not all the things that are important to you that you spend a lot of your money. One guy, he got uh, sick that he was going to die. Then he told me, he came, then he came to the, my office. He said, look at my trousers. I bought it. Then he mentioned a shop. Special shop in London for special trousers. Hey! He said, I have so many in my wardrobe and I cannot wear because I've lost all the weight. I'm going to die. They are all the new, new ones. I said, hey. My one opera square one is working. It's fantastic. It has made me leave so many things behind and move into real prosperity. Yeah. But anyway, for me, I will recommend to you, if God says this way, trust me, following God, apart from everything that it does, it kills Pharaoh and it kills the enemies of your life. Apart from everything else, it kills poverty, it kills foolishness, weariness, everything that is negative in your life and complex. It kills. Apart from the fact that you work for God, you sacrifice, you build a tabernacle, whatever, there is an effect which we often don't say, and the effect is to kill certain things in your life. They go away. Yeah, they go away. And this is one example. Your Denzel sitting here is an example. If not for anything in the world, if, if there was no reason for you to go to Germany, okay, Lee, only for this, your son. It's okay. That you say, you say he's a preacher. Uh, a certain, a certain devil. But you see, you may, you may not know that I remember when we were having meetings, deciding whether he, what can we do to save his life. We should take him to Ghana. He said he will not go. There's that different things to save the boy. But just walking through that water have drowned all the pharaohs and all the chariots. Everything were drowned. Hey! It's fantastic. That is why when God is sending you somewhere, God is taking you to the next level. Don't start calculating what I will lose. Calculate what you will gain. I need some people for Germany. Swiss and German we combining. Now. Amen. Amen. Don't calculate. Just go. Amen. Amen. Just go. And God is going to bless you. 
How many will be glad to see the end of Pharaoh in your life? Bills, issues. You know something? One day I went for a camp in London. And there was a lady sitting there. Just like how you are sitting here. She was a lawyer. She was working. And I said to her, I said to her, I've changed your profession. From that day, she said, it was like the, the law melted in her life. A lawyer in the UK. She goes to court. A real lawyer. Sometimes when I call her, she says she's in court. She's talking to a judge. She's calling a judge, this and that, all the time. I look and say, I've changed your profession. And then, finally, the profession went out of her. And she came to say that she wants to, she wants to be free. She wants to go. She wants to serve God. I said, fine. And I sent her and her husband. First of all, she got married and I came for her wedding. And then I, sa- I said, go, I'm sending you to the desert. So I sent her to Mali and her husband. Now, after some time, they were, they were very happy there. But I myself, I did not understand what I had done. So after some time, I said, come back to Ghana. I want you to, to work in Ghana. When they came back to Ghana, I realized that I have disappointed them. Because they said they have never been as happy in Mali, in the 45 degrees Celsius desert, as they were there. And I realized that these are true missionaries. They were so happy there. I'm even spoiling their life by bringing them to the headquarters to come and work. So, this year I called them. I said, you know, I'm going to send you again. I've seen it in my spirit. I don't know where. So, as the year went by, Congo came up and I sent a text to somebody. I will not mention his name. I didn't hear from the brother again. (laughs) As if he's quarreled with me. (laughs) There was silence in heaven. So I called her and her husband. I said, you know, I'm sending you to Congo. Yeah, go to Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah. With joy. With joy. London was, UK was nothing. This was nothing. So many things drowned. You may not know. You may not know. When I look at some of my mates, also doctors, were in the same room with me. Medical doctors. Some, I mean, they work, they earn a lot of money. Many of them cannot afford even to hire somebody to iron their shirts. And me, I have bankers, lawyers. I, I have six lawyers as uh, uh, work for me. Six. Eleven doctors. You see the secretaries and whatnot, bankers. I just say, do this, do this. They are running around making tea for me. I look at myself, I say, Prince Charles will not even get what I have. Do you know Prince Charles? Yeah, Prince, Prince of Wales. Sometimes I say, where is Prince of Wales? He should come so that we discuss and compare notes.
as you walk through the waters, it drowns the enemy. So give yourself to God. Be wild. Did you hear me? Yes. Give yourself to God. Don't be afraid of dying. The day that you are, when you are afraid of dying, the devil has already got you. When you are afraid of dying, the the serpent has already got you. Not that you have prevented him from getting you. He has already got you in particular. That's what I've seen. You know, I read it in Rejoinder's book. He said, when you are afraid of deception, you have already been deceived. (laughs) Hey! It's like you are afraid. Say, say, if you want to be a prophet and you are afraid of deception, it means you, you are already deceived. And I realize it's true. When you are afraid, the devil has already got it because the devil, fear is a devil. He already has a foothold in your life. Are you there? Okay. Next one, chapter 8. Let him deny himself. Huh? Matthew 16, 24. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Pastor Richard, I need eight people from you to come to Germany. Give me eight people now. Start writing their names. Yeah. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. We are not following our own ideas. We are following the Lord. We are following God. God is with us. God is guiding us by His Spirit. Amen. Amen. Allow God to use you. Break up. Swiss people, I'm waiting to see the first good example. My young children, if they go to Paris, oh. I'll be so happy with them. I'll come to Paris only because of you. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. Have a choir. Make a church. Preach. Do well. A lot of young people that will listen to you. They will, they will come to your church because of your, your faces. How you, young you look. Yeah. Speak the language they understand. Minister. Follow all the things we've taught you. Do something. Do something. Don't do it for pay. Don't do it for money. When you have money in your mind, you're, you're already, you have mixed your gods. You put some gods inside and the whole thing is changing. Amen. Amen. Hey. Let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. The places I used to go. Jimmy has stopped going to those places, isn't it? Stop going to discos long ago. It's not just because he's elderly. You've not gone to a disco before. Nightclubs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Music I used to listen to. You have to sacrifice it for God. Isn't it? You cannot listen to the worldly music and do well. Worldly music has evil spirits in them. Most of these guys are satanically charged. Yes. When they start playing, they feel your flesh. The demons start to jump. The demons start to jump. Yeah. I tell you, you can't listen to it. Even jazz. 
you have to listen to Christian jazz. It's, you see, the Bible says that Saul, David played the harp and evil spirits went out of Saul. So when you play even instrumental music, it can attract or remove evil spirits. So if you want to do well spiritually, you have to sacrifice. Me, I really like music. And one of the, I don't like music that is not good. I don't like it. It's why I want to hear the music in a way. So it sometimes makes me not play music. Because I, I, I want to hear proper sound system playing the thing, interpreting the music very well. Hey. Do you, are you there? I love music. And in my days, the people were the stars, Michael Jackson was one of the stars, Lionel Richie, the B, Abba, and those people, those were there. I love music. I love the music of those. These, I don't know who the people are. <laughs> 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 but I have, to, I have to leave all those things. It's part of the sacrifice for God. But see, sometimes when you sacrifice for God, he gives you so much more of something different that you ask yourself, what have you sacrificed? What have you sacrificed? That's what I said. That for me, I don't know what I've sacrificed. Serving God is rather a privilege. So I don't even want to talk about the sacrifice. It's the honor of serving the Lord. The friends I used to have. You cannot have certain friends if you want to do well. If you are in this church, there are some people that cannot be friends with you. If you are a member of Lighthouse, you cannot be friends, be taking phone calls, be calling people who have left the church saying negative things about me. Negative things about your pastor. Negative things about the church. How come such a person is your friend? Say, oh yeah, I knew him before I came to the church and I was this and that. Look, when you are being disloyal, it will cost you something. When you are being loyal. That's why the Bible says, Know ye not that friendship with the world is enmity with God. Not that friendship can lead to enmity. The friendship of the world is equal to enmity with God. So when we see your friend, it equals to enmity with this other side. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I'm I'm reading from the Bible. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. And so to be a good Christian, you need to sacrifice certain friends. Sometimes churches, sometimes you have a friend, a friend who has a lot of boyfriends. She just come from a disco. She sleeps with this person and she sleeps with... And that person is your good friend. I would not advise you to have such a person as a friend. Don't have such a friend. You are a brother. You have a friend who is into drugs. Do not have such a person as a friend. He must not be your friend. Hey, but I, I knew it before he was doing drugs. I knew it before he was doing You watch and see. When you cross airport and so on, if you watch, you see that there are certain people they stop. And certain people, they, don't, they know the drug dealers who are walking through. They know them already. And sometimes they catch them 
They see them. They know this person is carrying that. But they are not interested in stopping the person. They want to know who the person's friends are. You keep keeping the person as your bosom friend. Before you realize, you are, your picture is at so many police stations. And you'll be saying you don't. They are looking for the person's friend. He's associated with this. Then he goes to this house. He's in this person. This. Meanwhile, you, you don't do that thing. But because of your association, you see that they have taken you. You are picture. One day, one day, somebody was telling me who, who, who I think what person was working though. He knew a lot about it. He said, look, we know the real, the people, they, we allow them to go through. We are looking for the team and the boss. They have, you, when, when they scan your passport, they have things about you that they know, notes. One guy was coming to Switzerland. He was crossing the border in the Alps somewhere far in the mountain. In the snow in the middle of the night. He was surprised at midnight far away inside the mountains where the snow was falling. They were across some lowly border. There and there, no, they, they, they said, aside. They, they just took him. You, this, 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 that. So many things. Before he was eventually released. He was surprised. So brothers and sisters, the friends I used to have, I have them no more. The music I used to listen to, I listen to it no more. What else don't you do? No, the places I used to go, I go there. No, the dresses I used to wear. I wear them no more. But it's very expensive. It doesn't matter. You don't want to pay any price at all for God. There's no price at all you want to pay for God. Huh? Is there nothing you can pay for God? For God's work? There must be something that you pay. Don't show us your breasts or your bottoms or your panties. Okay? Keep them. Show them at the right place, at the right time, to the right person. What do you think? You not say amen. amen. You not say amen. amen. Brothers, don't marry any girl who comes around showing you her breasts. Me, I, I want to advise you. They are very bad girls. They are strange women. And one of the signs of a strange woman is her attire. Bible says she has the attire of a harlot. Not that she's a harlot. She has the attire. And there's a certain type of attire. Even when they get saved, they can't stop. They always have that type of dressing. You see them always. You come showing a certain kind of breast. You see the certain kind of, I mean, dress. It's all, it's, it's a strange woman. And she cannot even, yes, yeah, certain tightness, certain whatever. They can't. Oh, yes. In fact, if you are a, a brother who is looking for a wife, eh? These are when you see them. Don't say, what a beautiful. Oh, you are a fool. You are a fool. If you are beautiful, you don't have to show us your breasts and all that. That's not what will let us know that you are beautiful. Oh. No, 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 no. 
Sometimes you see a brother, God has really called him. I preached recently a message, seven types of women that you shouldn't marry. My guy is going to uh, Paris. Have you read, uh, all of you, have you listened to that message? On the internet? None of you. Choices. It's called choices. Listen to it before you marry. But you should listen to the, on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, brother, you are not, you're not yet married. Seven types of women you shouldn't marry. One type is a woman that you haven't seen the evil in her yet. But the Bible says that. The Bible says the prudent man seeth the evil ahead and keepeth himself. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. Yeah. Don't marry a strange woman. A beautiful lady, she doesn't have to show any. She can be up to here. Maybe she can cover her head with only her eyes. Through her eyes, you see that she's beautiful. Yeah. How do you think the Taliban are able to get wives? Leah, the Bible says she had tender eyes. She had tender eyes. Amen. Are you there? Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, let God lead you to sacrifice all the rubbish in your life. One time, I was encouraging people, you need to go on the internet and listen to the message in your office or wherever you are every day. Anytime there's a message, where do you go to? Dagiwardmills.org and you go to where? Listen. Listen. The current one. The current one. The, the very latest one, isn't it? Yeah. You need to listen. Yeah. Is that the latest one? More after choices? Or choices? Yeah. You need to listen. Okay, all of you, did you hear what I'm saying? It will change. Whenever I go to a place, I always, I can know the people that have been listening. It's easy to see. You see, that's, that's what brings you closer. Yeah, that's what brings you closer. Because you'll be surprised that closeness is not by physically being together. I am closer to Pastor Richard who lives far away. I don't talk to him often. I'm closer to him who lives far away than people who work with me in Accra. Because it's not by sending a text or by calling. There's, that's what you see. One day I went to a certain town and I, I started to follow them and I told the pastors, all of you are far. All of you this. All of you, I told them. And so afterwards they asked me, Bishop, how do you know? How did you know? Because I told them things about that were true. So Pastor Gabriel asked, why, how do you know? I said, why well, I know. When I sit with people who are far from me, I just know. When I meet people who are close to me, I just know. And many times I'll go to London and I find that people in London are listening to the 
messages. And you see, to him who has more shall be given. So I feel like going there to give them more. Yeah. So you, you have to learn that habit. That's the habit of the ambassador. You are far, but you are near. You are far, but you are sympathetic to the, the, the headquarters that sent you. If you people are going to ever go to Paris or Germany or do anything, you need to learn how to be far but near. It's not about, oh, hello, how are you? The weather here is good. The weather here is bad. It's rain today. Tomorrow is going to snow and everything is okay. Bye-bye. That's not what makes you close. That's not what makes you close. It's about, it's about being close. Jesus, Jesus spoke to his disciples. That's what made him close to his disciples. He said, the words that I've shared with you, the Holy Spirit will bring to your remembrance. So, I met a pastor who said, I mean, I don't know how to do internet. I don't know this technology. He said, I don't know this technology. You have to sacrifice and learn the new technology. Ah! Why? And today, that guy, it's not new. He's old. And that guy, I think he's not even, he's not even in the church or he's not even a pastor anymore. You know, but that even comes under closeness. The jobs I used to do, sometimes you have to sacrifice your job. It's true. If Pastor Jimmy is to go to Congo, he's going to have to sacrifice his job. Yeah. Maybe his pension. Maybe he's trying to work for a certain number of years so that his pension will be a lot. I know all those things. A certain, a certain number of years, then the pension you get will be quite a hefty whatever. What about if you die before the, that time? Hey! Yeah. Or you want to have a certain type of whatever so that after you finish, the health insurance will still cover you after you have retired. Hey! Oh, God. All these things are there. When you say go, all these calculations are there. What about if this, 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 this? I will be condemned to hospital in Kinshasa to die there. <laughs> Kinshasa Hospital. Compare Kinshasa Hospital with Geneva Hospital. <laughs> Bullet holes in the walls of the hospital. Yeah. Have I told you that story about somebody who was having an operation and a goat came into the theater <laughs> in an African hospital. They were, they were doing operation surgery and a goat came through. Not, it's not a fairy tale. Real. The girl was saying, I cannot believe it. The goat was passing through. <laughs> You are, I'm not joking, no. I'm telling you a real thing. And the, the doctor who was doing the operation was, had come from abroad. And he was, he said, this is too much. I, I cannot, I cannot understand, I cannot comprehend it. <laughs> a goat, man, 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 and it was passing through when they have cut somebody open. 
Grazie. So, if Pastor Jimmy is to sacrifice his job, sacrifice his health insurance, how many years have you worked for uh, these people? WHO. Yes, WHO. 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. You need to work more, you see, to get your pension. <laughs> <laughs> and then to secure your health insurance. Yeah. Secure your health insurance so that in case of any sickness, cancer, this, that, that, you can come and you'll be covered. Mm-hmm. As when you go abroad, you'll be subject to so many dangerous things. Africa medicine, this, that. Yeah. In fact, it's fantastical. That is why I'll say to the young people, you see, if you take somebody like Pastor Jimmy, he already has 12 years. So if he can just do another 8 years, he can get to 20 years. So quite substantial. You see, by you, you don't have anything. Because you are young. So you are just like me when I came to myself and Bishop Sang. We had nothing. We, we just had potential to earn money. But actually, we had nothing. We had potential. <laughs> but, but nothing it's easier to sacrifice your potential than to sacrifice something that looks like it's in your hand yeah so when you are the younger you are you get it the, the better it is for you to start working for God from that point because you also grow in it and as you grow in anything it becomes better anyway so these old layers they are more difficult for them to sacrifice. <laughs> like even, it would have been easier for him to obey the call of God and go to the mission field here in Equa years ago. Now it is far more complex. Because when he came, he didn't have any child. He was now coming to get married. Do you get it? He had no whatever. I don't know whether he has a, a mortgage now. My father is paying for car monthly, different things, complex, work here, work here. Now he's building up his life insurance, his whatever, his this and that. More things. Yeah. Yeah. It's more difficult now. So, you see, that's why, that's why when I see, when, when I ask her, what's his name? What's your name? Pedro. He said 25, eh? Did you say? 20. Who is... Rudy, Kweku, and you are how old? 26. Yeah. 26. It's a good time. I got married. I was 26 when I got married. Yeah. You get it? This is a, as soon as you stay a bit longer, then everything starts to change. Then you'll be looking at me. When I come, you'll not be so happy. You look at my face. <laughs> Bishop. Bishop. You are going to use me as an example. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lord. 
Are you there? Yeah. So to leave your job is also part of the sacrifice. Leave your job. Leave where you live. The country. Sometimes to sacrifice for God. These are the things you are. He says, let him deny himself. So you have to leave sometimes the place that you are used to. Sometimes it's not the nicest place in the world, but that's what you are used to. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's not that God is calling you into a lesser place, oh, but he's calling you to something you are not used to. Because if you have to go from Switzerland to Germany, you are not changing much. It's the same roads, same hospitals, same type of system, everything. But just changing what you are used to. You see, it's also a sacrifice because we love what we are used to. Yeah, because some people come to Ghana and say, how can you be here? Are you happy? I go to my house. There's no road to my house. We go like, boo, boo, goody, boo, boo, goody, whoosh, goody. if you are, if, when you are sitting with me in the car and I'm going to my, you have to hold whatever. Your, your, this side of your head can easily hit the, can hit the, the glass before you realize your head is outside the window. <laughs> I'm talking about it just getting nearer to where I'm staying. Yeah. So if you don't take you had it like Ronaldo you score a goal just now. And someone said, Why are you happy? Because I'm also used to it. You see, so sometimes you get used to it. Because I am not attracted to stay here. Even though if I stayed here, the road to my house would be like this. I'm also not used to it. So, for me to also leave my house, it should also be a sacrifice because I'll also be leaving what I'm used to. So, I don't blame you if you, don't, you find it difficult to move anywhere because it's also a sacrifice of what you are used to. You may not even be sacrificing financially, but you, it's what you, what you are used to for years. Uh-huh. What do you think? Yeah. That's why you would have thought that it would just be easy to say, oh, bring all those people from London or bring all those people, let them come. No, 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 it's not like that. They also have to pay a price. Or even from Switzerland to there, they also have to pay a price. Yeah. Just across the border, it, you, there's something that you pay. You stop the music. You have to say no to the music. Say no to the friends. Say no to the places. Say no to the job. Say no to the language. The culture. Like if you come to Switzerland, God has sent you here and you come to Switzerland, you have to get used to the culture. You are in your house, you flush the toilet after 10 o'clock, they call the police because it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Huh? It's a fantastic place. The films you used to watch, you can't watch them no more. How many have watched some sexy films before? You will not raise your hand and you are in the church. Huh. Pastors, you will not raise your hands. Ladies, how many have watched some of those sexy films before? Raise your hand. Not seen some before. Before, since you were born into the world. Since you were born into this world. 
Not yesterday. <laughs> I don't mean yesterday night. Yesterday you had the camp. I mean in the world since you came to the world. How many sometimes you find it difficult to change the channel? Raise your hand if you find it difficult to change the channel. Aye! And now, you don't have to go far to watch it. Because it's on the main channels. Normal television. It's not a special film. You don't have to pay. If you make the mistake of scrolling, you see somebody jumping. Like a frog. Hey! When you see, hey! what is that? <laughs> and the power of God. You have to stop it. Amen. Amen. Do you understand? The music you used to listen to. The places you used to go. The job you used to The place you used to live. The friends you used to have. The business you used to do. If it's not that the job you used to do, when you don't change it, you, you, you may become a homosexual. I know one guy who became a homosexual by going to work at a club. Yeah. Because after, uh, during the work, he was just serving as a waiter. And then in a hotel, and the, the, the name will give him his card, the card, the card. And so I'll call you, call, call me. And he started like that until he became a homosexual. Oh, a Ghanaian. And, and you see, when he got that job, he could not come to church. He could not do this because he's working at this time. Because he should have stopped all those things for the Lord. And it would have saved him, not only that he saved his marriage, save his, his, yeah, yeah, save so many things, yeah. You see some of these homosexuals, it reaches a point that they all wear pads, pampers, because the feces drops out, yeah, it's loose. So when they see that the physics drops out, so they have to wear a pad to keep it. What is this? It's an unfortunate thing. Do you understand? So all these things God is saving you from. Sometimes a job, just a job that you start. Or somebody coming offers you money. Because homosexuals, they offer a lot of money. Wow. So they'll tell you, I give my friends a lot of money, you know. And they offer you money so that you become their friend. I want to sleep with you. You'll be the woman, I'll be the man. Or you'll be the man, I'll be the woman. Zimbo. 
Okay, next one. Hey, hey, what time is breakfast, please? Is it now? What time do they have breakfast? Between nine and eleven. Between, so it's not yet breakfast time. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. You people thought I had gone into your breakfast time. Number nine, chapter nine. Take your room in the ministry. Amen. Amen. Elisha sacrificed. Chapter nine. Elisha sacrificed his. Oxen, didn't he? Isn't it? And what happened? He took his room. The Bible says, in uh, look at page 73, when Elijah went, he threw it, amen, on, he threw the mantle. All right? And he says, and Elisha, son of Shaphat, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. Amen. Amen. How many know that every position in the ministry has a room? There's a room for it. There's a room. There's a room. To occupy a certain room or a certain place, you need to pay a certain price. And Elijah had to sacrifice all his oxen. How many realize that sacrifice is a real foundation for the ministry? Yes. Pastor Jimmy would not have become the general of Asia if he had not paid the price to go to Basel all those years. If he had said to me, well, I want to be a drummer. I'll be very happy here in Geneva as a drummer. He would not have occupied the room of the general of Asia to take over from Pastor Robert. When Pastor Robert was leaving, Pastor Jimmy was not known as any whatever. But I said, oh, Jimmy can be the general of Asia. I said he can be the geo of the whole of Switzerland. So let's make him a, a Jew. No, everybody knew Pastor Robert. I said, no, let's make Jimmy the Jew. Because by paying the price of going to Basel for seven years, I could see something in this person. Amen. Yes. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, Thomas, when somebody sacrifices oxen, sacrifices this, does this, does different things, you see that the person now qualifies to take the room. I sent this gentleman to Paris. And now I'm sending him to Johannesburg. But you see, I see that he can go to Johannesburg in full time because he went to Paris when I told him to go to Paris. If he had not gone, I would not send him to Johannesburg. I'm waiting and watching. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can talk, 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 but unless you go, we don't know. So when you take a step and you make sacrifice, it qualifies you for certain positions. And sometimes some people are not qualified for certain positions because they have never taken certain steps before. That's what I'm trying to help you understand. So sometimes when God is offering you the chance to sacrifice, he's offering you a position. So when Elisha was called, he was called, sacrifice the oxen, sacrifice He killed all of them. Yeah. And that qualified him to sit in Elijah's chair. So don't back away from sacrifice. When God is leading you to sacrifice. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you must take your room in the ministry. Now, when you become a Christian leader, turn to page 82. When you become a Christian leader, right, you must sacrifice many things. And once again, 
It is a foundation of the ministry. One of the things you sacrifice is time. Amen. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, time. To be at the camp, it sacrifices the time. And when you say time, I don't mean sacrifice of free time. Sacrifice work time. We have different types of time. Free time, air time, work time. I'm talking about time. How many of you sitting here today consider yourself to be idiots? Are you, are you here because you are idiots? Uh-huh. So, will you be happy when those who are not here think of you as idiots to be here on Monday and Tuesday? Uh-huh. Do, do you see how some way it is? It's really some way for somebody to be thinking that, you know, I can't be here at such a time. I'm busy. I have to work. I have things to do. It's really some way. For me to be standing here, it's like I have the time. But you don't have the time. Because it's like you are, you are wise and I am a fool. Or the people who are sitting here are fools. Do you think of yourself as a fool? Ask your neighbor, do you, do you see how you see yourself? Do you see yourself as a fool? Yeah. But, but, that is how, Pastor Kweku, is that not how people make us feel? Yes, Bishop, they make us feel so. How many agree that people make us feel that way? Raise your hand. Yeah, it's like we are not serious. Maybe you don't have a good job. Or maybe you don't have any good job or any this or any that or whatever. Do you see? That's why you are here. It's like you are aimless and you are whatever. And so that is why you are here. Yeah. Yeah. Mercy. No, but you see, we must do better. Switzerland, look at it. I mean, look at the place. So many people who were here last night are not here. It's like they cannot be here at this. See, that's not what we have in some other places. Yeah. It's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You must, you see, to be a Christian leader, you must sacrifice time. And when I say time, I don't mean free time. When you sacrifice free time, it's not a sacrifice because it was free anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? It was free. You were not going to use it for anything. Saturday morning, you were were just going to be there. Sunday afternoon, you were just going to be there. So if you are there and you are at church, you have not paid any price of time. Yeah. So this, you must learn it here. To pay the price of time, whoever you are. Real time. Work time. Sleep time. Time. Are you listening? Yeah. It's very, very important that you grow up into that. And I'm asking you, Switzerland, pastors, those of you who are here, you know, after this camp, I'm expecting you to sit down and evaluate yourselves. You know, and change all those things. Yeah, we shouldn't hear, we shouldn't hear of such a thing again. I don't want to hear of such attitudes. Yeah, hear of such attitudes again. If there is a, if there is a camp at short notice, anybody's coming here, Pastor Richard, whatever, you must sacrifice the time. And that is without explaining to us all the prices you've paid. 
Because there is a message to those of us who are here. That we don't have anything to do. We don't have a good job. We don't have whatever. And that is why we are here. And it's like you, they are wise. And they are very principled. They know the time they will take their holidays. And they will take their time off. And they don't, they don't want the days that they will, they will take off. But we, we are the fools. That's why we are here. That's the message that is sent. And I damn that message and I curse it. I reject it. Absolutely. It's rubbish. You what? You keep following money. The money will evaporate in your eyes. You will see. You will be here in Switzerland for years. When you leave this place, you will be poorer than when you came. You will be surprised. You watch and see. The money that you have worshipped and the money that you have honored above God, it will evaporate before your very eyes. You will see. You, you wait and see. You wish you, you will curse this place. You will say, I wish I never came here. You go and ask Solomon. When he saw his father sleeping with Bathsheba and he tried to live a life to avoid certain things. By the time he finished, he decided that when I see a woman, I will marry her immediately. So that I avoid the problem that David had with uh, Bathsheba of going to sleep with somebody's wife. So any woman that he saw, he married. Until he had married 1,000. And the same women cause him to fall. You, you, you may never know how a particular problem will come to you. So you wait and see. You think you are preserving your life. That you are wise. We are fools. We are fools. That's why we are here. How many, if you agree with me and you think that those who are not here are telling those of us who are here that number one, we don't have good jobs. Number two, we, maybe we don't have a job at all. Number three, we don't have much to do. Number four, they are wise. Number five, they know the days that they are going to take off as holiday. And they don't want to compromise. How many agree that that message, if you think so, stand up. If you think that that's the message they are sending to you. Not to me, but to you. To you who have come. You who are here, this is the message. They are more organized and principled. That's the meaning. That's the meaning. You see, everything you do has an unspoken message in it. Whether you like it or not, it's a message. It's a message. It's not said with words, but it's a message. Look, anybody who comes after this morning, when the person comes, arrest the person and say, you, I hear this, what you said about me. You said, I don't have a job. I hear you say, I don't have a job. I'm not wise. I've taken days off. I don't know what I'm doing. Is that what you said? And we ask them, is that what you said? You will, I will let you arrest all of them together. Yeah, when they are all sitting down quietly, uh-huh, we bring them to the front. Yeah. And then we will ask them questions. It's like, Yes. It's like, we, we are fools. They are, they are wise. They, they, they are going to secure whatever. You see, and I'm just saying that, as for God, eh, when you lift him up, and you make him great before you, he said, because you have loved me, you have, set, you have set me on high, you have honored me, I will honor you, I will set you on high. With long life, I will satisfy you. God, he, God, he sees when you give him respect. Did you hear me? I said, God sees when you give him respect. 
and you place him very high. He sees when you respect him. He sees when you value him. Yes. And, and what you value, what you value, it always comes to you. I, I go to a place where I sense I'm valued. I sense that I'm loved. Yeah. I sense that I'm loved and I'm valued. One day, I went to preach somewhere. I preached with all my heart. I preached with all my heart. I preached with all my heart. And when I finished, it's okay, it's okay. When I finished, they gave me a little envelope and I was in my car and I was going. But when I got in my car, I said to myself, I will not come to this church again. Yeah. Because I felt that they did not value me. And they did not value all that I have. And, and it has been proved because they've never invited me again. And they didn't really value. And not only did they not invite me again, but they became, they become some way. So, but when I sat in the car, I said, oh, this guy, these guys, I will not come here again. No. I sat in the car and I was going to say no. And you feel it. Because I remember I did preach, did everything I, with all my heart. And you just sense and feel these people don't really value what you are doing. That's why when, whenever I have a visiting preacher, I always want her to value the person. Because the person can sense your ministry is really like, it's not even by the money. Sometimes the money shows that you don't value the person. But sometimes it's not even the money. You may give the person a lot of money, but you, 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 you don't like the person. You don't really value what you feel that you're just biding time for the program to be over. Yeah. And when you start traveling, you always see the different feelings. Yeah. Huh? Reverend Isu said it. What did he say? He said it. He told us when he came to Zurich and then we, we saw him off at the airport. He said to us that Lighthouse, we value him so much. Any time Bishop tells him to come, he'll come back. Amen. Yeah, because there's no point in having somebody you don't value the person. Because he can, you see, it's spiritual. You feel it. You feel it. Now, if I'm here and it's like everybody has been able to leave their job and they're all here, how, don't you think I'll have that feeling of how valuable and how important it is? How the people see it. And I feel, I'll feel bad not to come. Do you see? Yeah. Yeah. No, so we have to we have to kill this kind of thing. I'm saying the things clearly. I'm, t- I'm just telling you. See, what what you don't know is that sometimes somebody is on one side. He's explaining what it is like. Even you have told you how the people are talking about you in their heads. You you are surprised, isn't it? You are surprised that it was not only a message about me, but it's a message about your foolishness that you are fools to come and sit here at this time. <laughs> you are surprised that it was also an insult to you. a message. Oh. Are you there? So please, kill it so that God's servants are welcome here. And, and when we talk about God's servants, we're talking about camps. We're talking about time, quality time. If you think in the ministry, I, at first I used to think ministry was only Sundays old. 
But as I grew, I realized, I remember Archbishop Idahosa, two weeks before he died, he came to Ghana and he prayed for uh, some people. You know, but that, you know what day he came? Monday morning. <laughs> Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning. He came to a church. A lady who had been his secretary before in Nigeria. She, he came to her church and I went there Monday morning. And he dedicated the church. The whole church was full. Crowds outside. Monday first thing in the morning. Because a great man of God, he works on Mondays, Tuesdays. When, as I'm going from here, I've, I've been at the program since Thursday. I've been in South Africa. Friday. And I flew here. Straight, I've come into a program. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And from here, straight, I'm going to Scotland. To a church that has invited me. And from there, I'm going back to South Africa. Yeah. That's my, that's my program. There's not, there's not like I'm going for a holiday here. For, so when I finish here, I'm going to rest. And then after that, I'll, there's nothing like that. I'm just going one to another like that. And if I'm to use weekends. huh? Yeah, when is the Paris? Yeah. And when I finish South Africa, I come back to Ghana. When I arrive in Ghana, I'm going to Salaga. I'll be there for seven days in the north of Ghana for a crusade. And when I finish, I come, I go to Nigeria. And from Nigeria to Paris. To a church in Paris. I mean, it's all. If you think I'm going to get a very nice weekend to come here, when is that weekend? That I came, I've added this to because I was coming from South Africa and I can join it to this. Oh, thank you, so, no, no, what I'm saying, I'm explaining something. Please don't clap, don't clap. I'm explaining something that if you don't grow up, do you understand, in your mentality, and sit up and value that God has, been, has blessed us. Because at the beginning of the year, I wrote all these places I want to have come. I've been able to have only one. This is the only second time I've been able to have a to squeeze it in. And then you come and see so many of the pastors, they are not here. And when we rebuke you, cry, you are annoyed. We are not annoyed, Bishop. Rebuke. We say Christ like I'm talking too much. I, I, I don't understand what is being said. It's wrong. It is wrong. And not only am I just talking about it, but we are going to act on it. I tell you. We are sucking pastors who do not comply, who do not come for camps. You cannot be a pastor in Switzerland again. I, I prefer these young guys. Rudy, and come all of you, come be my pastors. Come. Come here, Mary's children. All of you, come. You'll be pastors in the churches. Yeah. Stand here. You think that the grown-ups cannot do it. All of you will be pastors. Why not? Why not? Father, thank you for releasing the young people to come and do the church work in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Be pastors. We have to pay you. We have to beg you. We have to beg you to come. We have to beg you to come for meeting. We have to cry. Why don't you come? You are so big, so important. You have to leave your chairmanship, your big jobs, your whatever to come here. Oh. We are tired of it. I said we are tired of all that nonsense. It's unacceptable. Because we have all worked before. Recently there was somebody in our, in our workplace... He wanted, his mother was not well. He needed some help. 
You know, sometimes we gave him time off because everything that, that you want a, a, a real exact or whatever permission for, you can be given if you go and ask. It's a normal, compassionate leave, this leave, a sick leave, leave for whatever, this emergency, whatever. Is it not true? It's true. Oh. Bishop Saki, I do not think that I can accept to be here on Tuesday morning eh, at 9 o'clock and a percentage of the pastors in Switzerland are not here. I cannot accept it. And after this, I'm going to have a meeting about this. Yeah. I prefer to have these children as pastors. I will not accept them as pastors. I'm serious. Yeah. I cannot accept it. Because you people should know how many want somebody to insult you. To tell you that you are, you are silly. That's why you, can, you are daft. You think these people are whatever. That's why Jesus said the kingdom of God belongs to the children. Hmm. I cannot accept it. I cannot accept it. I cannot accept it. As I preach, the longer I speak this morning, the more silly I feel. The more silly. It's like you are a fool to come and stand here and be shouting and and screaming and preaching. Because most of the people are not here. Yeah. So as I look at that, I feel happy to myself. I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow. Tomorrow, no, I'm out of here. You see, that's the feeling that your father should not have that feeling. I should rather have a feeling that, oh, I'll finish, I'll stay a day, an extra day, whatever. But it's like, the people can't, it's like you are a bother to them. So the faster in and fast out, in and out, as fast as possible. Oh. And that is what brings about a distortion. And a severe reduction in your spiritual and mental capacities. Because you are totally cut off from things that would have brought light to your life. You are cut off. Okay, sit down. God bless you, young people. Now, John. Chapter 87, verse 87, verse 87. Therefore does my father love me, John 10:17, because I lay down my life that I may take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. Now, God wants us to lay down things of ourselves. You need to come for camps and such programs, you get it, of your own accord, not that you are forced to come. Or pay tithes, not that you are forced to pay tithes. That's what Jesus said. No one is taking it from me. I am giving it myself. I am giving it myself. And we need to have program where it's not somebody calling you. Are you coming or not coming? But you yourself are laying it down yourself. 
That's what Jesus is explaining. He said, no one is taking my life. I am laying it down. Because when you read the secular history, some people claim that they murdered Jesus. But you see, he, they did not murder him. He gave his life. That's the difference. That's the difference between something that, if I come to you and I say, give me 100 francs, and you of your own accord give me 100 francs. They are two different things. And I prophesy to you, if you don't give it, you lose it. It's not that I've seen you that I'm saying, that's the name of the chapter. Give it or lose it. Many of the things that you don't want to give, you will lose them anyway. Jesus, probably, if he had not given up his life, would have died anyway. Because to have somebody who claims to be God, moving around in town, very dangerous in the Jewish church. Jews and Muslims, they don't like those things. There's only one God. Jews and Muslims. That's why Muslims are almost like an agent of, not of Christianity, but they, of, of there's one God. They cannot, they do not accept, where there is Muslims, they don't accept idols. Muslims don't accept other gods. There is only one God as far as, and his name is Allah. Yeah. And Christianity and Jew, there is only one God. There is nothing like two gods or three gods. A very dangerous thing to say you are the son of God. It's very dangerous. <laughs> in, in Jewish land or in an Islamic land. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. So many things that you think you are not going to lose, in the end you will lose it anyway. So it's better that you give it. One day somebody was owing some money and I said, just dash the people so that it becomes a seed. Because they won't pay anyway. <laughs> they will not pay you back. So just decide, I'm going to swear. See, say, I bless you. So that you get some blessing. And then they will not pay too. That one, it's a loss. Chapter 12. Sacrifice brings the glory. Amen. 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 Bible says in 2 Kings, Solomon sacrificed so many animals. Isn't it? Can you see the verse there? Huh? Oh, is it? A long verse there. 2 Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1 to 14. But at the end of the, the verse there, somewhere at the very end, it says that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord. So that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Amen. 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 Are you listening? Yes. Yes. The glory of the Lord. And why did the glory of the Lord fill that? Because Solomon sacrificed thousands of goats. So the more sacrifice there is, the more glory is released into the church of God. And that's why there has been a certain beauty in Lighthouse Chapel in Switzerland. Because a lot of lay pastors have sacrificed a lot of things for the churches to exist. So when you are now coming to take away the sacrifice, take away the daily sacrifice, stop the sacrifice, you are actually taking away the beauty and the glory of the church. That's what you are taking away. You are taking away the beauty. Glory means beauty if you don't know. Stand up, you stand up. What's your name? Jean. So if she's Beautiful. That's her glory. 
The glory of John is the beauty of John. So if I'm taking away the, the glory from M, is I'm taking away what makes her nice. I'm taking away what makes her beautiful. That, uh, uh, has any brother asked you to marry? Uh, who is that? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Your, your name is what? John and Jean. John. 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 John the Baptist. So if I take away her, it's like, that's what they say that the woman's hair is her beauty. If you take away her hair, now make her totally bald. You see that I've taken away something that makes her beautiful. And that's, that's, that's what sacrifice is. Sacrifice is like our hair and our earrings. and our, The beauty of a church is the sacrifice in the church. So when Solomon sacrificed this woman, there was so much glory that the people couldn't even stand. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. So much beauty and glory. So much sacrifice. So when you come to the foundation of the glory and you come and say, this, this, this percentage, don't come, don't come to camp, don't come on Monday, don't come on Tuesday, explain why you're not here, give reasons, all that. You are taking away. Oh. You're taking away the very beauty of the church. One day, I watched a film called Unforgiving. Unforgiving. In that film, there was a, a lady who was a prostitute. And she was with other lady prostitutes. They were working at a place. And when she was sleeping with one of the customers, she made a comment about the man. She, she said something about the man and, and laughed at the man. And the man grew wild in the room. I'm sure it's based on a true story. And he took a knife and started attacking. He was, he was even undressed. He started attacking the lady. And he took a knife. And he cut, cut. He shot, and he cut her face like that. He cut her face like that. And some people even came and shot. And they took, they, they arrested the guy. Now, the whole film is based on only that thing. When they took the girl, the other prostitutes, and they sat by her. Her whole face was covered with blood. They cleaned her face. And they were talking. Then they were, they were, were there to see what was going to happen. So then they caught the two guys. They were two, I mean two, people, two guys. And they tied them. And then... The, the, the ladies came, the chief of the prostitute, the girls, she came to see what they were coming to do to the guy. So they talked to the guy and they said they are going to whip him. Then the lady shouted, whip him? You are only going to whip this guy for what he has done. He has cut my face now. I cannot work again. I mean, she was not the one. She was upstairs in the being treated by the mother of the prostitutes. She said, you are only going to whip him. Then the Owner of the prostitutes, I think the main the manager of the place said that I brought this girl as a contract. I paid so much money for her to be here. You have cut her face. Now she cannot work. Nobody would like to sleep with her. You have taken away her glory, her beauty. Only whipping. Then in the end they, they talked and it's okay. You must pay three horses. Pay three. In those days, cowboys and Indians said, give three horses. Three horses? 
That's what the woman said. And she went upstairs. They sat with the other ladies. And they said, this is what these guys are doing. They are taking away our sister's beauty, her glory, her ability to work, everything. They're taking it away. And they put together. I said, how much do you have? I have 200. I have hundreds. I have hundred. They put together $1,000 in those days. And they went to hire an assassin. Clint Eastwood. He was the asset. They went to hire him to come. (laughs) By the time the film finished, the number of people that were killed because of that, the first two minutes of the film is when they cut of the glory of the woman. And the kind of wicked, that's why they call the film Unforgiving. Yeah, Unforgiving. Because they cut the woman's beauty. By the time the whole thing, the number of people that died because of that thing. And that's what is happening here. Somebody wants to come and cut off what makes this place nice. Yes. What gives Lighthouse Chapel its beauty and its glory. Pastor Richard had a daughter you can make a convention in Leeds. He was not even there himself. It's not even there. More than 1,000 women. All these people come from so many lighthouses to everybody wearing yellow and black. What a beautiful thing. Where do you think all these people are from? Do you think there are 100 pastors that are being paid anything? It's all lay pastors. That's the beauty of our church. Women are pastors. Men are pastors. Students are pastors. We give everybody a chance. And nobody's there. You just work for the Lord. This is what you want to take away. You've brought your knife to come and cut, 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 cut. Can you imagine John is standing here and I take out my Swiss knife and I cut, 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 cut. Don't forgive me. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. How many will agree that we shall not forgive anybody who is trying to take away our beauty? Hey, shh. We shall not forgive you. We shall hire an assassin. A spiritual assassin. Yeah. It's a foundational. It's a major foundation of all that we are doing. And you see, this lady, she depended on her beauty. And they, said, they said, nobody like an, like an, an, an ugly look. And after, when, when the film went, her face was healed. You see the lines. Lines, 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 lines like that, all on her face. Nobody, nobody wants just she just stays alone. When people come, they have to choose all the of the of the girls. They don't choose her. Because the beauty is gone. The glory is gone. So sacrifice is the thing that leads to the glory. When you take it away, you are taking away our very niceness and very actual beauty, source of our beauty. We can't even sacrifice Tuesday morning to be here. And even when you come, cry, we will feel so much how you are tired and how the pressure you have been under to be here. We even feel it by your even presence. We feel how much we have bothered you. And, and as we are here without you, we feel how foolish we are. It's like we, we don't have sense. That's why we have come. We are, we are the fools in the church. Eh? When you come to you, we feel the, the pressure. It's like a, a busy and tired person who has come. 
to, 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 to meet with fools who don't have anything to do. Yeah. It's like when they come in the evening, it's only the one they hear in the evening that is important. So what we are saying in the morning is rubbish. So my friends, you know, I am assigning you. Huh? If you are now, you see your pastor, you, do you sacrifice? If you don't sacrifice, you can't be my pastor. You can't be my pastor again. I don't, I don't like to have such a pastor. There's no glory. I'm not saying, you pay tithes. You ask the pastor, do you pay tithes before you are preaching to us? Charlie, if you don't pay tithes, don't preach to us. We don't like such things. Bishop came and told us. Yeah. Chaboy! Chaboy! Are we going to accept it? There is no basis, no reason why we should accept it. I don't accept that Donna is not here. I don't accept it. I don't accept it. I can't accept. I, I refuse. Don't give me any reason you give me. It's like putting feces on. You, you go to the toilet. You put your feces on and you bring it to me. And say, Bishop, here are some feces you can read. I don't want to. I don't want to see it. I don't accept it. Jimmy, I don't accept Anita is not here. I don't accept it. It's like you put a toilet on a paper and say, Bishop, here, welcome to Geneva. <laughs> yes, yes, a toilet from uh, uh, Anita. Here's a toilet from Donna. Here's a toilet from this. These are all the reasons why they are not here. I should look at all your, your rubbish. I don't accept it. I don't accept it. I don't accept that Pastor Fred is not here. I don't accept it. I don't accept it. You are here as his members. You watch. Watch what will happen now. Watch it. Watch it. We, we are fools, you see. We are, that's why we are here. We are idiots. We are idiots. Yeah. Only that you can't say when you see me say idiot. But it is in your mind. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> you see, one day, a certain policeman, <laughs> he went to. He went to uh, some, some, some uh, couple were quarreling in their house in London. The Nigerian couple. Very big lady. So they called this guy. And then they called this other policeman. So they went to the house. 
when he got there, the, the white policeman, he was asking, what is happening? Why? This and that. And the Nigerian woman, <laughs> she, she told the policeman, idiots. <laughs> idiots. Every sentence she said, idiot. She said, idiot. Are, are you married? She asked, are you married? She asked the policeman, are you my idiot? Walk out of here. Do you know, where, where did you get, do you know my age? How old are you? Idiot. He's an idiot. 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 <laughs> the policeman, but he became red. <laughs> idiot. Idiot. Do you know how old I am? Idiot. When did you, are you married? Idiot. Do you know my age? Idiot. Get out of this house. Idiot. Sentence, idiot, 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 idiot. <laughs> and he left. His face was red. He walked out of the <laughs> idiot. That, that's how I feel as I'm here. Every sentence I feel you are saying idiot. Don't you feel the same also? Every every minute you stay here, somebody say idiot. Idiot, you are here. Idiot, idiot. Hey. And the Nigerian woman was very big. She looked at the guy. Idiot. What do you want? Do you have children? Idiot. Are you married? Idiot. Do you know when I got married? Idiot. Walk out of my house. Idiot. <laughs> We shall not allow anybody to say idiot to us again. We are not idiots. Amen. And finally, you have blessings on earth and blessings in heaven. That's the last chapter. Amen. You shall receive a hundredfold. After, he said, there is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife, or children, or lands for my sake. Hmm? But he shall receive a hundredfold now on this earth, and in the life to come, eternal life. Wow. So God's rewards for sacrifice are blessings on this earth, and blessings in heaven. Amen. Amen. I want to promise all of you who are going to give up, those of you who are God forbid, idiots who have come here. You are not idiots in Jesus' name. Amen. Although some people are trying to tell us that we are idiots. But I tell you, you are going to be blessed in heaven. And you are also going to be blessed on earth. And one day, people are going to be jealous of you. Because of how God has blessed you. And they will even accuse you of being a thief. Because of the blessings will be so much. Through the door, they will be coming through the door. And they will be coming through the windows. They will come from upstairs. And they will come from underground. They will be creeping all over you. The blessings of the Lord. Blessings in heaven and blessings on earth. God will multiply everything that you have in your hand. Instead of decreasing, it shall increase. In the name of Jesus in the name of he who sent his son to come to this world to die on a cross. 
in his name. Father, let this blessing be upon your people. With great strength, let them march forward with the principles of sacrifice. And give up everything for you. May Pharaoh die in the waters. May the agents of Pharaoh die in the river, in the sea. May they die and may they be seen no more. As we serve you and as we follow you. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Okay, okay. Good, good. After, chair, after breakfast, we come back. 11 o'clock, is it a good time? Okay, 11 o'clock. So you have a long time for breakfast, everything. Do whatever you want, okay? It's 9.15 now. Okay, 11 o'clock, we start again. Yeah.